And here we go. And today's episode is brought to you by Amazon. Hey, Terry, thanks for... Uh, that's right, Amazon, the big dog. Hey, if you're going to buy something from Amazon, it's just as easy to go to my website. Click that link at uh, www.myworstholiday.com. Click the Amazon link. Buy whatever he's going to buy in the first place. It's still your Amazon. It just gives us a little love back. And I mean a little love. And I love this joke. If it was a woman, she wouldn't feel it. It's that fucking small. Just a little bit of love. Also brought to you by Drops Laundry Detergent. Why aren't you fuckers buying this? You get four months for 40 bucks. Are you out of your fucking mind? There's no, uh, there's no carbon footprint. There's no petroleum in it. It's healthy. It's, uh, it works. I use it all the time. It's fantastic. Uh, also brought to you by Tee Public. Uh, you can get your uh, My Worst Holiday merchandise from Tee Public uh, or any other t-shirt that you want. They got great prices. They got great quality. Uh, again, click the link. All on www.myworstholiday.com. And with that being said, from a room next to my bathroom in my basement, this is My Worst Holiday, a podcast about your worst wedding, your worst funeral, party, bachelor party, bachelorette party, or whatever party you had, and the fuck, whatever you whatever story you have, we want to fucking hear it. <laughs> I, I can't get too much more complex yeah, than no, that. And with that being said, we have a very special guest, actor, writer, director... Patrick Lascarmoral. <laughs> Patrick, say hello, man. Hello, man. <laughs> Great having you on. You, you look good. You look good. You're nude, uh, but you look good. Yeah, you know, well, hey, you know, if you can do it nude, I say rough, tougher than the buff. <laughs> For everybody that can't see Patrick, he looks like he's in the confession booth on the real world. <laughs> <laughs> Such a downer for this whole entire house. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I can never watch any of that shit. Like, I feel my IQ just dropping as reality TV. Oh, I like the real world. Like, I call like real dumb wenches of wherever. She like re watches them all the time. Like real. Like real housewives of Orange County, I'm like, you realize that our IQ is dropping by the minute as we finish this. It's like a bunch of women with way too much cash and too much time. <laughs> yeah, they really got it rough, you know? Yeah, I, I, yeah. So, well, we're going to go to Cabo this week and she spilled a drink on my Louis Vuitton purse. What a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see real world the projects. That's what I want to see. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Exactly. Like... Real world, I mean, man, we only got $20 and the light bill's 40 What are we going to do? Well, angry Andy J's all around. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, yeah, exactly. would be a lot of sitting yeah. on the ground. Shania, the shake that shit. That's what she did. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you better not. You know, like, let's go with people like, like you said, real fucking problems. Like, hey, you got any Norco? <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, um, uh, if you had a little Norco, I could probably give you a hand job or, or something. Yeah, exactly. So, 
Crew, dude. No, <laughs> 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 Who's up for that? You know, I guess. <laughs> oh, Patrick, hey man, uh, do me a favor, start talking about yourself, tell us uh, all about you. You got a great movie that you're working on right now. I love the concept of it after reconstruction of the Silver Goat, but uh, it's all you. Go. And I pronounced it right, fuckers. <laughs> I have six daughters, and I uh, act and write to get away from that. Fuck! Um, so, six uh, daughters! Uh, yeah, six daughters. Couldn't put the stem on the apple. Just couldn't do it. Oh. <laughs> 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 and then my wife, after that, she was like, she worked at a daycare for a little while because she's a licensed therapist. Yeah. And, uh, and she was like, I saw this little boy in the school, and he looked so cute. You know, maybe we should try for another. I said, I hope you and your next husband will be very happy. <laughs> <laughs> stage uh, uh and i've done stage all throughout my whole entire life until the last like four years i actually took 13 years off and didn't do anything and then uh, uh i started acting for film four years ago and i've just been acting film wise ever since i've been in things like the sun as background i've been in uh i was just finished uh, a film called stroke of luck that we wrapped in uh stockbridge massachusetts it was a feature film where i played a lead character uh and uh, while I was doing that, I had this idea for a uh, a, a western. Actually, it didn't, even, it didn't even start as a western. It literally started as two Civil War veterans having a post-traumatic stress disorder conversation. It's kind of how the whole entire movie started. And then uh, I wrote that scene. I'm like, oh, this is kind of a cool short, you know. But what happens before this? So I went back and I kind of wrote what happened before it. And then I was like, wow, that's cool. But this, this isn't the ending. It doesn't end at the end of a post-traumatic stress talk. It, right. It's got stuff that happens after that. What happens after? So then I did everything that happened after. And in 48 hours, I had a 126-page script. Oh, there wow. you go. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so uh, but it's now down to 104. Some people died. So <laughs> they, they didn't progress my plot line. So, boop, gone. They're, they're, they're gone. Um, but, yeah, it... it um, I was like, well, because I mean, you write something and you always think it's pretty good. You're like, oh, I'm a great writer. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the next. Uh, see, see, that's genius. what I think. Like everything I write, I think it's pure fucking genius. It's yeah, like, it's pure gold. You know, you're like this is this is phenomenal. Until so your you English teacher's like, f. And you think you wrote a really good joke, and then you go and tell the joke, and then everyone you hear crickets, and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, that didn't work. well my my so last I one. The last one that, that, that I wrote was, uh, I don't watch Pornhub uh, because I get too intimidated. I have to watch Pornhub. Pornhub, there you go. <laughs> like, just, otherwise, I, I can't even sleep at night. You know, like, I just, like, why? Why? <laughs> that guy got a big old cock on. How come I can't? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't watch those for that specific reason. I got a grower, not a shower. I, I deal with that. Um, so... Uh, I I written I written the the, the the movie and I was like oh, I think it's good but let me send it off and see what other people think. Right. So I sent it off and uh, I won an award for uh, first time screenwriter at the Wild Bunch Film Festival. I also won best faith base there. Then I sent it off to another script uh, place called the um, the Austin Spotlight Film Festival. Won uh, most innovative concept there. I was a finalist in the uh, Big Apple Cinema Festival. I was a finalist at the Los Angeles Film Awards. I was like, okay, well, maybe this is actually pretty good. Right. This this might be this might be working for you. Yeah, this yeah. might be working. This might be a good this might be a good concept. So I sent it off to a bunch of people that I had actually already shot westerns with. 
uh, over the past, uh, I would say the past year. And I said, hey, just take a look at this and what do you think? And they all sent it back to me and said, like, you've got to make this move. Yeah, you've got to do this. Right. Because it deals with a lot of kind of what's happening in, and, and I didn't really plan for it to end up that way, but it ended up that way because I sent it in a reconstruction cell. Kind of like we're going to have to reconstruct this country in the next, well, I don't know what. In, well, we have to reconstruct Iowa right now because they can't count. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's about, you know, people on opposite sides because the log line of the whole entire movie is that there's two Civil War uh, veterans. They were friends at West Point. They graduated West Point together. But they fought on opposite sides of the Civil War. Right, which, 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 which is a thing that, that happened quite a bit, you know, like... Oh, yeah, it happened all the time. Right. So what, what happened is they got reunited into them. Everything's done and over with. Okay. I shot at you, you shot at me, we survived, okay. Right. We're done. We're friends again. Okay. We're friends again. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're friends, they, they pick up like nothing ever happened. Um, but the commanding officer in this new unit, because what happens is the, the character, the main character... He's a Yankee, and he gets folded into a Southern regiment because that's kind of what they did back then to make sure that the South wasn't, you know, going all on our own and doing stuff. Right. So they would send, basically, you know, officers down from from Northern contingents down to the South to kind of check up on stuff. So <laughs> they're fine with it, but the commanding officer is not happy, number one, that he got a Yankee looking over. And number two, he's not letting the fact that the war is over go. He's just not letting it go. Oh, okay. <laughs> so... so so he decides that instead of now, now okay, it's not it's not a slavery war now because the whole entire country turned their whole entire attention to the Native Americans. They turned their attention to where the indigenous people were living. In right, right, exactly. And, like right after that, that's where that's yeah, where they started. It was like, okay, we're done with this. Let's uh, let's get these people. Let's, yeah, exactly. Surely somebody needs some killing. Yeah, somebody's gotta gotta die. Somebody's gotta die. So basically, they, they decided that the, the whole entire idea was it was either negotiation to move them to other areas, or if they were met with force, they had to meet them with force. So mm -hmm. that was the deal. So my character has now kind of become almost a pacifist. He's like, look, I see the, 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 the things that have gone wrong in the Civil War. I see what we did wrong because we couldn't. Have. So you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take out any kind of conflict because what he does is he draws all the braves in that little settlement out of the settlement. No braves, no no war. Right. Now it's a strict negotiation. Right. Yeah, Antwerp does it. But Antwerp, the, the main protagonist, he doesn't care. Yeah. But whether they were there or whether they weren't there, I was killing this village. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> real real but custardy of you. You know, it's uh, got real custardy there. Yeah, yeah. It's like, kind of. You know, and this is before custard, by the way. I, there's, there's, some, there's some allegory to that. So, uh, so his best friend, though, was like, look, these are not our orders. Hobbs is still in the, he, he's, because Danilo was a forward scout. So he's supposed to scout the area, report back and say, here's their strength, here are their numbers, here's what we should do. We should negotiate because, you know, there's nobody there. So he was trying to get the Braves out of there so that he could go back and say, look, there's nobody there, we need to negotiate, but we need to do it now. That was his idea. But then Hobbs, who's was with Antwerp's like, no, we're killing these people. And Hobbs like, that's not our orders. So he basically deserts, my character deserts, and then we fast forward to three years later, after this whole entire Comanche village has been slaughtered, and Hobbs and, and Danilo are living separate lives, and, and, but they happen to be in the same area, but don't really know it at first. Right. Ah. And, and Danilo, my character, has created this nice town where everybody gets along, everybody helps everyone else, everyone listens to everybody, 
Hey, that, 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 sounds, uh, that sounds very socialist of you. I'm not sure I... I know, and it is. It is. It's, it's, very, it's very utopian, you know. Um, so, so, because there were some cities and some towns in the South that were like, okay, this is over with. What do we do? You know, what do we do so we can all coexist and not have to, you know, to deal with this crap anymore? So, uh, he creates one of these towns. But unfortunately, Antwerp, Rolls back into the town three years later. Rolls into that town, the main protagonist, and now he's a member of the KKK. Oh no, that's <laughs> okay. So, so, so now he's trying to basically take over towns in Texas one by one, and basically trying to get the South to the the, the those Southern values that started the Civil War, the the the, the bigotry one. I'm trying to just bring that back up to the top, you know, so that you know they can be on top again. So that's where the whole entire. Uh, I want to say conflict begins where now how do we deal with this? Right, do right. Just, do we just kill each other again or do we come up with a different plan? Right. And that's what Daniel and Hobbs try to come up with. They come, try to come up with a different plan, you know, other than confrontation. You know, which is funny because for a Western, you're always thinking 900 bullets flying. Right. You know, horse chases and people getting, you know, shot with arrows and whatnot. We do have gunfights, but there's like three of them and that's it. Really, so th this this is more intellectual than than uh, than other things. It's like uh, an actual thinker. It's an actual dialogue based based yeah, film. There's a lot, yeah, there's a lot of dialogue. I mean, there is some action in it, but the action in it every single time has a purpose. Every yeah. single time a, a bullet is shot in this movie, there is a message behind that bullet. Nice, and, nice. And, and that's what I wanted to do with this. That. It wasn't just indiscriminate gunfire and people just whacking people because, hey, it's the West. Well, I, I sure do like watching people whacking people. Uh, yeah, exactly. I've seen that in se several different kinds of movies. Um, that's a that's a double entendre. That's what that is. I thought you were talking about hand stuff. I was. I was talking about jerking off. So, hey, uh, or, or jerking somebody off. Either way, hey, everybody, we're listening to Patrick Lascarborough. He's a writer. He's a director. He's an actor. He's uh, he's fantastic. He's telling us about his uh, new movie, is that Chance and Circumstance. Is that what it is? Chance and Circumstance, yes. There it is. Look at me. I'm going. Look at that. Nice. Yeah. Professional. And the other thing I wanted to do with this movie, too, for, for people who have seen Westerns before, uh, uh, it's a, a lot of it is going to be very period accurate. We're trying to be as period accurate as possible. Because there are things that you see in Westerns, like every time you see a, a, a gunslinger walk into town, he's got his gun on his thigh, and it's and it's tied down. Right. Like Nobody had... Tie-downs are a Hollywood invention. Yes, some people did tie... But not everybody on the face of the earth tied their gun to their leg. Okay, it just didn't well, work. Well, it, ju it just made more sense because it was easier to draw that way, Patrick. I don't. I, what, what am I? Are you new to this, Patrick? Is that what this is? It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, there are rigs like that. They're called Buscadero rigs, but we're not going with those. We're going with ones that are period accurate to 1868, 1870s. We're, we're, we're going with that period accuracy. Saddles on the horses, another uh, uh, perfect example. Not everyone rode Western saddles. At the end of the Civil War, people still had their military equipment, which were McCullough saddles. That's what the cavalry rode. Okay. So some people had McCullough saddles. Some people had the other saddles. So we kind of uh, did a little bit of both on that. It, it, so, I mean, we're trying to be as period accurate as we can. And the other big thing is our Native Americans, hey, here's a thought. They're actual Native Americans. What? Whoa! Whoa! I, I don't think yeah. that's... Did you so, go to a casino? They built a casino. They belong to a tribe of some sort. Okay? Uh -huh. Nice. And they're not like Italians 
like in the spaghetti westerns, posing as Indians. <laughs> <laughs> These are actual Native Americans. Yeah. Right. Actual Native Americans. Nice. So, I mean, that, that, that's what we're trying to go for with the, with the authenticity, because nothing brings me out of a, 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 a movie more than seeing something completely inaccurate. Like, like case in point, if somebody has a six-shooter, they're gonna fire six shots. <laughs> that's always my favorite. I'm, I'm always doing this. Yeah, yeah, I'm always counting too. Yeah, that's always. <laughs> You're like one, two, three, four, twelve, twelve. Twelve. <laughs> that's a good. My favorite one is like when they have like a double barrel. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I watched. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> that's a double barrel, dude. I watched uh, They Live last night with Roddy Piper, and there were oh, way yeah. too many fucking shots in that movie. <laughs> Roddy, why did you have? Huh? They live. Which movie? They live with Roddy Piper. Yes. Great movie. Too many gunshots. John Carpenter does not have time to count shots. Yeah. We're all out of bubblegum. It looks like we're all out of bubblegum. Yeah, we're all out of bubblegum. Love it. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah, great movie. That's the thing. It's John Carpenter. How can you not? Yeah, well, and here's the, here's the funny thing that people don't realize is about Westerns. Normally, your six shooter didn't have six bullets in it. Normally, it had five. You normally put five in there because you left one chamber open. Okay. That's well, just the way they did. What, what, what was the purpose of that? Leaving the chamber open was so uh, when, when you when you first went in, when you first cocked back, you were ready to go right then and there. You couldn't have done it with all six, but normally they just left one open. It's a safety. They just did. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, they, they weren't real bright back then. No, well, <laughs> not not a lot of book, book learning. Not a lot of book learning. Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> sidearm jostles yeah oh you're riding around. right well remember these are single shots okay so what will happen is if you go to grab your gun okay and you accidentally pop that hammer back and yep. go down right you shot yourself you just yeah. shot yourself so safety <laughs> yeah all right well maybe so they did have some book learning or i don't know the first pullback was to an empty cylinder so they pull back and then and then that's why they and they go click and then they do that that's why okay so so that so they get themselves to the chamber now, we're not going to do that because, you know, we're going to fire all six shots because I want to fire six shots. Right, right. It's, <laughs> it's a movie. It's a movie. It's like, you know, so, my favorite so Westerns is when they, they fire less shot, shots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if you want action packed, this isn't it. <laughs> Can I do the tagline for it? <laughs> yeah, sure. There you go. Okay. My tagline is like, there's a first time for everything and a last time. And a last time. <laughs> There's a first time for everything and a last time for oh. everything. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, Sam McLean from the Just Talking with Sam podcast is watching. Also, Brandon Scott McFadden from the Old Timey Radio Show, The Happy Horror Coffee Break. He's watching too. Nailed it. Yeah. Thanks. Wow. It looks the gang's all here. Yeah, no. Oh, no. There's lots more of the gangs. There's lots of them. Yeah. So, hey, everybody. Are these like are these like gangs like the Republican and Democratic gangs, or are these like you know the Bloods and the Crips? Which no, they're more like Bloods and Crips. We're, we're podcasters, so you know, I mean, okay. yeah, this All is right. my turf. That's your turf. There's a couple, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stay off my turf. You know that shit. Actually, we we all pretty get, get along pretty good and try to support each other as much as possible. Everybody, we're listening to uh, Patrick Lascarborough, uh, actor, writer, and director. 
Um, and you know what? It's story time, man. Go into it's story time on my worst holiday. This is Patrick's idea, so I'm singing it to you. Patrick it's story time we, we on have, uh, music before, my uh, worst before story time. That's a great idea. Holiday. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> story time. Story time. Everyone for story time. There you go. Yes. All right. Glad I got that recorded. <laughs> I would like credit now for the story time intro. <laughs> Brought to you by Patrick Scarborough. <laughs> Please donate to my movie. There you go. Oh yeah. Talk about that. Uh, his, his movie, Chance and Circumstances, uh, he's, he's looking for a little help. Uh, if you guys want to give out a little bit of love, where can they send that love to, Patrick? They can send that love to uh, Chance and Circumstance Film on Facebook. Will, there will be a link there every day to our Indiegogo site, which uh, we'll take you know, donations as low as $2. Uh, we have perks on there. All those perks range from me just going on uh, my, my YouTube channel or my Facebook channel for a minute and talking about whatever you want me to talk about or just spouting out your name all the way up to like our largest one. It's a $3,000, which we've got some people to do that, which is crazy. Um, $3,000, you get to come on set, be an extra in our background player in a scene with the main cast, and I will pay for your hotel. Uh, I've seen the way they treated extras. See, no. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right. Uh, it's, it, uh, send me a link to that, and I'll drop that link on our because I'll, I'll publish our Facebook Live thing after we're done here too, and we'll put our link. We'll put that link on that as well. Uh, everybody, give, contribute, uh, uh, make some Hollywood magic. Or where are you out of? Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas, Austin, Texas magic. There, there you go. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Austin, Texas. Keep it weird. That's okay. Yeah, there you go. All right, so story time, brother. What do you got? All right, so let's uh, let's see. Uh, I would say probably the uh, the most. What do you want? Embarrassing, funny, or or or, or um, uh, industry related? Yeah, I'll give I'll give you categories. Uh, yep. I want the most fucked up one. <laughs> period. Yeah. Uh, make the make sure yeah. the last one is the most fucked up one. Period. Uh, do some. Uh, okay, okay. Exactly. You know, don't don't lead with your best stuff, man. That's what happens in the South. Sure, Grandpa dies, but yeah. don't let that get in your I way. I got Grandpa a wedding Let's card. Exactly. But. <laughs> Just letting a child walk around a funeral home <laughs> where, where, where their 
strangers and dead bodies. I don't know. But she was letting her kind of wander around. So she wanders around, and of course, whenever there's a funeral, right, you always have the mm-hmm. casket because it was open casket. No, you didn't get mangled or anything. You just died of old age. Uh, <laughs> so nothing embarrassing there. Uh, but he uh, he was in the casket up front, and little Patience is walking around. She sees this big box up at the front, of course. So she strolls on up to the box, steps up on the little thing, and looks inside. And who was in the, in the, in the casket? But lo and behold, it's Pepe. Right <laughs> so at the, at the top of her lungs, she screams out, I found him! <laughs> That's, oh my god. That's pretty funny. That is hilarious. That was my niece's, like, my Pepe played real hardcore hypnosis. Yeah. He, like, he, like, suffered off the mortal coil hypnosis. So he was the winner of hide and go seek for that year. Oh my god. We put that in a little little certificate in his casket, rolled him into the ground, and covered him up. So he's Winner for 2002. He that's wins. fucking fantastic. <laughs> that, yeah, I like that one. Yes, we found him. He's in the box, right here. He's in the box. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, my sec- the, the second one would be so I was when I was growing. Here's another one. Here's a good one. This would be an, almost an industry-related one. So uh, I worked at camp for physically and developmentally delayed people when I was growing up. I was a uh, assistant director there. And I used to actually summer with my uncle every single summer. I would go, we would go on canoe trips and we'd go hiking and do all this, you know, mountaineering stuff and whatnot. You know, get home back to nature. Um, two men, not broke back mountain, back to nature, but like real back to nature. That gets so, brought up a lot of this show. Give me just a second. I think I figured out what the fuck I got going on with my audio. <laughs> <coughs> oh my God. Yeah. Oh, I'm the smartest I man am alive. really the dumbest man that's ever lived. Oh God. All right. Oh, okay. the microphone's on the wrong side, exactly. huh? Exactly, yeah. yeah. So back to my story. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so I used to go with him every summer. So this one summer is the first summer I was working uh, at the camp, and I was assistant director. And my my uncle sits down with very good friends of uh, the family, Glenn and Ave, sits down with them, and he's having dinner. Normally, I would go over with him while I was visiting for the summer. We would go over there to have dinner with them. And, and obviously, is a phenomenal uh, cook and, and, and baker, and she just makes the best food in the face of the earth. So he went over there, and he's like, hey, and, and they asked, hey, where's Patrick this summer? And she goes, oh. My uncle goes, oh, Patrick's out of camp for developmentally and physically delayed people. <laughs> silence. <laughs> silence. Complete silence. Just you can hear a pin drop from one clip. You can hear, you can hear like the the, the, the river behind their house babbling back and forth. And they're still eating, you know, like nothing happened. Then all of a sudden, Ave goes, "Yep." Oh, nope, we lost you. Great, in the punchline, wonderful. Yeah, yeah right, right exactly. It was perfect timing. <laughs> yeah, it was just. It was quiet. It was quiet. Quiet. Nobody said anything. And finally, Ave looked up from her plate of um, of spaghetti, looked at my uncle Cliff dead in the eye, and went, "Patrick always seemed like such a bright boy." <laughs> <laughs> and my uncle spit his he spit his wine out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Ave, he's working there. He's not, there. he's not going there as a camper. So, she, so he seemed to be. Cliff, please don't ever tell Patrick I said that. Please. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, my uncle 
uncle being my uncle. Dude, as soon as I saw him after the game, he's like, you got to hear what Avi said about you. <laughs> so he tells me, right? So the summer after that, I go back to Glenn and Avi's house with my uncle the summer after that, and we're eating. And, you know, we're just talking, having a good time. You know, and all of a sudden he got real quiet. And I just looked up and I went, so I always seemed bright on it. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, you son of a bitch, you were supposed to tell me. <laughs> That's good. That's very good. Yeah, that's funny. There we go. <laughs> it would have been better if it hadn't cut my punchline out, stupid phone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's went, okay. It's all right. Everything just kind of went dead there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't help that I had my audio fucked up here either, so it's... Uh, oh, yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, you were so excited about tonight's show. I know. Just like, and then I, you just kind of jumped in. I, jumped, you know? I, I slapped that up there, yeah. and I, I had the speaker pointing away from the microphone. We didn't even do sound checks. <laughs> you kind of jumped in like, you know, a date with a hot woman. You were like, oh, I, I got to go. I got to go now. We got to do this. Exactly, exactly, exactly yeah. Well, oh, she changes her mind. Because <laughs> it's going to happen. And you blew it way too quick. Mm. You uh, you shot your wad on a premature dry run. Exactly. <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm happy to shoot my wad on you, Pat. I, I'm that's just, you know. I mean, if there's a if there's a if there's a guy to shoot your wad on, everybody out there in Facebook land, a guy you want to yeah. shoot your wad on, Patrick Lascarborough. Yeah, this, this, this has become a sticky conversation. Oh. <laughs> Boom! Boom! Usually, usually ends up like that. <laughs> you flick the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish people could see that because he was flicking like this and I did the oh well <laughs> fuck yes thank you <laughs> so, story time is story time still going yes absolutely yes, got one more you as, know going, as many as many as you have and you know what and as many times as you want to come on uh, you're more than welcome <laughs> I might run out of stories but probably not anyway um, so uh, my friend Matt uh, Steve and I Matt, Steve decided that he was going to break up with his girlfriend. And we were living in, I was living in Vermont at the time. So we had to drive down to Middlebury College, which if people don't know where Vermont is, Middlebury College is like towards the southern part of the state, and we lived in the northern part of the state, which isn't really far. It's like a three-hour drive. It's like three hours from here to Dallas, so it's nothing here. But up there, that's a long drive. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so we decided to drive down because he didn't have his car, and I was the only one with a car, so we drove down. So we drive down to Middlebury College so he could break up with his girlfriend. Well, as we're going down there, we hadn't checked any of the weather, uh, the weather forecasts or anything. And this is winter, so it starts snowing while we're on our way down there. I'm like, okay, Steve, you got to get in. And I'm starting, I start listening, you know, on the radio. It's like, blizzard coming in. I'm like, oh, crap, we're, we're screwed here. So I'm like, Steve, you got to get in. You got to get out. In and out. Right. And, and, I, and I mean, in, we're breaking up. Out, we go back. <laughs> so... So I, I, I park I park the car and we wait there and Steve goes in to Middlebury College to break up with his girlfriend. And we're there for fifteen minutes. And we're there for twenty minutes. And we're there for an hour and a half. And I'm like, okay, what the hell is going on? So we decide to go in. Well when we went in, we had friends that were also going to Middlebury College as well and they were like, Hey, what are you guys doing down here? And we're like, Oh well we're here with Steve. We didn't go on to go like, We're here with Steve so we can break up with his girlfriend because we went out and let the cat out of the bag because we don't know what the hell's going on. Right. So we're just like well, well, we're we're here uh, we're here with uh, uh, Steve. Uh, he's coming to visit Emily. Um, yeah, he's just coming to visit and whatnot. So we set four and a half hours later. <laughs> <laughs> just just a real quick in and out. Just, okay. 
Sounds like they were doing an in and out. They're they're fucking. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, okay, well, well, I broke. I'm like, what now? What? Did you guys solve the Middle East crisis? What did you do in there? What? <laughs> right. And he's like, no, well, no, you know, we just started talking. And I'm like, did you not hear that we need to get in and we need to get out? Did you not hear that one? So we go outside now. Remember, we've been inside now for an hour and a half. We were waiting while it was snowing for an hour and a half. So this is three. There is like four feet of snow outside. <laughs> <laughs> four feet well, of I'm ready to go. Are you guys? Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, crap, I got to get home because I got to work the next day. So right. I'm like, shit. So I start driving home. And if you've driven in snow, you're like, ah, not a big deal. It's just some snow. Right. Not a problem. Well, this was like horrible. I had to go up this horrible hill, just barely made it up the hill. So I decided, you know what? We're going to wait for a plow truck. This is what we're going to do. We're going to sit here. We're going to wait for a plow truck. So I pulled into this John Deere tractor place that was off the side of the road, sat there, waited for, for a plow truck, waited for a plow truck. Plow truck goes into town. That's not the plow truck I need. I need a plow truck going out of town. Out of town, right. <laughs> plow truck goes into town. I'm like, what in the blue? What, what, what the heck? I'm like, four plow trucks go into town. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And it's dead silent in the car. And I'm, I'm fuming. I am pissed. Right? Right. And Steve... Steve pipes up from the back seat. Matt's sitting on the side of me. Steve's sitting in the back. He goes, no, sitting here in this parking lot, all alone in this snow. It'd be great if we were gay. (laughs) 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 In the back seat and beat the crap out of him for five minutes. That's when Steve sucked his first dick. Oh, my God. Sliding, 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 and off the road I go. Right. And I look back at Steve, and I'm like, you're paying for this. Yeah. yeah. This, this is all you, right? And I, I'm, I'm there, and I'm trying to get out. You know, I don't know if you've ever been stuck in snow. You know, you're trying to rock. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? And I'm like, this far, nobody can see me, but I'm like inches away from a, a fire hydrant that I almost hit okay, yeah. when, when I went off the road. So all of a sudden, out of nowhere, someone knocks on my window, and I'm like, what the? I rolled out my window, and it's the owner of the house's lawn that I had just bought. He goes, you can't park here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no shit, guy. <laughs> did the, did the grooming of the engine give anything away? I thought there were fields for parking in the middle of everywhere, Vermont. I thought that's how this worked. <laughs> this guy's fucking with you right now. That is a much friendlier estate than this, fucker. <laughs> in the dick. So, so we, then we get down in the town, and 
we Middlebury, by the way, is not far from the camp for physically and developmentally delayed people that I worked at. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I remember, I remember everything comes back around. So uh, we go and there's a little pizza place in town, and we're at the pizza place, and lo and behold, two of the people working at the pizza place. I had been counselors uh, at the camp for me. Right. Okay, so they, they they worked for me. So I was like, dude, and one of them was named um, Nathan, and the other one was named, um, oh, God, he was forgettable, and I can't remember his name. I want to say Tim. He's he forgettable. Tim. So, he Completely forgettable. 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 <laughs> so, uh, so Nathan and Tim are working behind us, and they're like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, I said, well, well, douchebag McGillicuddy over here had to break up with his girlfriend. Okay, okay. We so need brothers. Down here. <laughs> okay, we got stuck. We're stuck. We got like, like maybe another ten dollars in cash on us because because freaking uh, uh, sphincter boy over here decided to mess up our other fifteen bucks. You know, and, and he's like, oh yeah, you know what? It's on me. The pizza's on me. Don't worry about it. I'm like, oh great. So so we eat there. He goes, hey hey, you know what's awesome? What's awesome is that Stacy and Stacy's a guy by the way, not a mm. girl. Stacy and I live together. You know what would be funny is if we tricked the crap out of Stacy. You know, thinking that you guys just happen to be in town at the same time, but you didn't all come together. Because he is at home right now, high as a mother effer. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you can say fucker, brother. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, so he is, he, is, he is balls high. Out of his mind. I'm like, great. And just remember, this is before the advent no, of wait, No, wait, no, wait. This is one of the, this is one of the mentally de 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 not developed people. No, 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 oh, no they were just counseling. Oh, they were counseling. Yeah, okay, yeah. I was like, wait, now wait, you got now you got the mentally disabled all high, you know. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's no, go no, play no, a no, trick no. on him. He's really yeah, stoned. No, 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 I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad, but I'm not that bad. I was open. I was open. So, so they, we closed down the place, and, and Nathan's like, I'm gonna go home right now. Give me 15 minutes, and then. You guys come in. And I look at Steve and Matt. I'm like, okay, you're not fucking this up for me, okay? This is how this is going to work. Steve, you're going to knock on the door first. And it's going to be like, oh, hey, I have to, hey, you guys, I just need to use your phone because my car got stuck, you know, whatnot. So you're going to go in. And then, Matt, 10 minutes after that, you're going to knock on the door and go, hey, my car got, hey, Steve. And, you know, and, and, and then I'm going to come in last and do the same thing, right? So, so we did this. Knock on the door, go... Mac, uh, Steve goes in, he's like, oh, I need to use a, hey, Nate, Stacy, Tim, what's going on? You know, <laughs> we're stuck out here and I, I need to borrow your phone. And he's like, yeah, sure. So he goes and pretends like he's calling, you know, whatnot. And then Matt comes up, knock, knock, knock. And, and Nathan was like, Stacy, go get the door. So Stacy, high as balls, goes, gets the door. And, it's like, and, and Matt's like, hey, uh, can I borrow, Stacy? And he's like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, and he's like, Steve? Oh, hey! <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so he goes like, hey, I need to borrow your phone. My car, my car uh, is stuck in the... And he's like, dude, man, Steve's car stuck too. <laughs> you know? So I waited, I waited an extra five. I waited 15 minutes, you know? And so things are, they're, they're settling in everything. And I can hear from the other side of the door, they're settling in. He's just trying, try, starting to talk. Knock, 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 knock. Stacy gets the door. Stacy comes to the door. I'm like, hey, can I borrow you? And Stacy's like, Dude, this is fucking trippy. <laughs> this is so trippy, man. This is no, nah, man. No, nah, nah. are we in like an alternate reality? <laughs> what? I'm like, what are you talking about? Stacy, he's like, dude. I said, Matt, Steve, you know. So we all, we all and we pulled it off. An hour and a half later, he is still high as a kite. Okay. <laughs> 
all look at him and go, Stacy, we are completely fucking with you, man. We, 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 we did. He's like, dude, I was like, I thought we were in a Twilight Zone. <laughs> <laughs> I thought like, like a time continuum had opened up and like you guys just like stepped out of it and like the front door at the same time. And it was like an alternate, dude, I'm going to bed. He's waiting for He's waiting for Rod Sterling to walk out with a cigarette. Picture a place in Vermont. Picture a place if you will. Yeah, exactly. A man breaking up with his girlfriend, but he stepped into another dimension. The dimension beyond sight and sound. He stepped into the fuck you don't need to smoke that much weed, so. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Nice. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> I can love it. All right, man. Well, uh, you've got the you got the floor again. Tell everybody about yourself where they can send you money and uh, what get all your credentials and shit like that. And uh, also, make sure you drop that link. And uh, after you're done like that, I'm going to sign off and then uh, hang out with us for a little bit. So the film is called Chance and Circumstance. It's a, it's a Western. It's going to make you kind of uh, think. It's uh, not just shoot 'em up Western. It has that, but it's going to make you think as well. Um, you can find uh, Chance and Circumstance on Facebook at, at Chance and Circumstance Film. Uh, you can find it just through me, Patrick Scarbo, and then you can also find our Indiegogo uh, through either the Chance and Circumstance Facebook page or going to Indiegogo and just typing uh, Chance and Circumstance. And me, myself, I've been an actor since the age of nine years old. Uh, this is my first foray into writing. Uh, and I've just started film four years ago, and I've done about 53 films in the past three years. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, that's whether, whether yeah that ain't fucking around. In front of the camera, behind the camera, uh, producing, uh, directing. So I've done uh, 53 films in the, in the past three years. And uh, I'm, I'm just building on that. And this movie is really oh, that, that, That's like porno numbers. You know, I mean, that's, yeah, that's some serious numbers there, yeah. He's Dude, been in Shershanked his rectum. Uh, he's also been in, what's that? I don't got that kind of staying power. You know why they called, in the Revolutionary War, they called them the Minutemen? <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Okay, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. All right, nailed it. That happens. Yeah, it's, it's not me. It's it, it happens to everyone. Not. It doesn't happen <laughs> Why are you looking at me when you say that? <laughs> yeah. What girl has ever said that to a guy? Oh, it happens to everyone. It only happened twice this year. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm done. I'm ready. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Well, that was great. You're I a lovely need a sandwich. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> hey, make me a sandwich. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, so. The, the film is uh, Chance of Circumstance. You can find us on Indiegogo. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on um, Instagram, Chance of Circumstance Film. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Patrick E L 33 Don't ask me why I got that stupid freaking handle, but that's the handle it gave me. Patrick uh, E33? Patrick E L 33 Patrick E L33. Yeah, tell me how that makes any freaking sense whatsoever. It doesn't at all. Not even Patrick Glass. Scotty Pippen. Scar. 
I get it. I get it, man. I get it. <laughs> oh, it's like nobody can see that. Right, yeah. yeah. Exactly. He's great at visual jokes. <laughs> he did this. I have a, I have a okay. base for radio. <laughs> um, so you can find me there. Um, and you can see me in uh, coming out soon. Actually, right now you can see me in a film called, uh, in their own words, uh, Billy the Kid in the Lincoln County War. That's on Amazon right now. Cool. Uh, so I just, uh, yeah, just go out there and support the film. I mean, and even $2, $2. A lot of people are like, ah, I can't. give me your, give me your freaking Starbucks latte. I'm going to make a great movie. Okay. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> that, that's the way I look at it. So those are all the places you can find me. You can find me in Austin, but I'm not giving you my address because I don't like stalkers. <laughs> all right. Billy the Kid, the I Lincoln County like Wars. I stalkers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called In Their Own Words. Billy the Kid and the Lincoln County War. Cool. All right, man. All right. And as always, you can find us. I am. Uh, you can friend me on Facebook at m.w.holiday. Um, you can find us on, we are on YouTube. We are My Worst Holiday Podcast. You got to go podcast. Otherwise, uh, you're going to get a bunch of shit that just doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> you're going to get things like Cakes. Exactly. Fruitcakes. Fruit you don't want to look up fruitcakes, fuckers. No, it's My Worst Holiday Podcast. That's the one. Um, you can find us on all platforms. You can send us money at <laughs> Patreon, My Worst Holiday at Patreon.com. And, uh, yeah. Oh, all right. With that being said. Hey, hey, no, not yet. We are a Realm of the Mist <laughs> oh, podcast network. Uh, we are also the Fourth Hand Podcast Network. And from a room next to my bathroom in my basement, this has been My Worst Holiday. Good night. Good night, everybody.